We're here again today on a Saturday. What's today? February 5th, 2022. As we spoke last night, we said we're going to do this Fridays and Saturdays <clears throat> and get back to our regularly scheduled programs from Monday through Thursday. And um, today I have a special guest. Her name is Josephine Osei. And um, whoever else may join, but we're going to discuss what we've been discussing, and that is, is it a benefit for black American men to venture out to marrying African women? <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, so unprofessional. <laughs> but um, one of the reasons I asked that. You see a lot of people who call themselves travelers or the travelers group. And you always see it where they're going to Brazil, Philippines. <clears throat> and I don't like the Philippines because I had my interest there too. And um, before I decided to marry an African. But is there a benefit in marrying Africans as a black American? To me, I think there are great benefits. I think the benefits range from having a traditional wife. And of course, you have to pick right, just like with anyone. And also having a bridge to the continent itself. <clears throat> and I don't mean that oh, you go divorce what you have or leave what you have to go search out for this. This is speaking directly to single men, those who are still looking. When I talked to a friend of mine, like I said the other day, his whole thing was like, by doing this, you're going to apply pressure. You know that black women are going to feel pressure. And it should be that way. No one should be able to feel like they could do whatever and be whatever they want and not pay consequences. As if their men are not going to start to look elsewhere. And that's what's happening. My whole thing is, rather than looking elsewhere, to integrate with others. Like I said, what you do is your decision. But it's why you're making that decision. <clears throat> Are you making it solely based off the prospect or the idea or the ideology that you have something against black women? If that's it, then you have a problem that's, in, that's internally. I remember many years on Facebook, I used to post stuff like this about... Before I moved to Africa, about 12, 15 years ago, let's say, when Facebook first started out, I used to get banned all the time. Black women would come on my post, but it's funny. <clears throat> For whatever I posted, men got a few likes. But when I posted something about what I'm talking about now, not only did it get a bunch of likes, but it got a lot of criticism. A lot of times, the majority of the post was always taken down. Because it was like um, showing hatred towards black women, which... I didn't even understand at the time. Because I'm like, I'm solely saying that. Is it possible that the same things that we look for here in a wife, that we could get elsewhere and still be with our black sisters? And black women would get very upset. My whole thing is, how can you get upset? If you're doing the work in being a wife, a traditional wife, there's nothing for you to get upset about. There's plenty of men available to you. And those men are going to do everything to be with you. Because they know that you're a rare breed in this day and time. And that's just what it is. That's how it stands today. A rare breed. If you are that, there's no reason for you to really have any animosity towards what it is that I'm saying. What I'm saying is because... You're a rare breed, meaning that there are very few of you. And there are a lot of men looking for the same thing, but not everybody can have. Oh, okay, we got Josie. Go ahead, Josie. Click me on. Send a request so I can um, get you in here. <coughs> oh, man. Never eat any food with a lot of Kanye pepper before you come on live. I'm learning that now. But I love my Kanye pepper. But um and my jerk chicken. But um it goes back to the same thing, man. We need to understand that something has to be done differently. 
We've been doing the same thing for so long. It's not getting the same results. The results are getting worse. Look at us, where we stand now. Not as just black Americans, but Africans. It's something has to be done different than what we're doing now. And all I'm saying is, hey, let's try something new. Us, this, this is something that I thought about. <clears throat> Back in the day, when you had kingdoms who were powerful at one point, but their power began to reside, and they wanted to strengthen their kingdoms, what did they do? They went to that other kingdom that they may have been warned against, or who were more powerful than them, and the kings would take their daughters and offer their daughters to the princes, which are the sons of the kings, and say, I give my daughter a marriage, and that was strengthen our kingdom, because the kingdom will become one. Because there's um, not just a similarity, there's a, there's a mutual interest, meaning that now I as a prince took your daughter as my wife, so therefore my kingdom becomes your kingdom, we become one kingdom. That's of everything that I'm preaching now. Let's, let's open our eyes to this possibility that we become we could become one kingdom. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm not saying that every single black man needs to go marry an African. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying those that are looking for a traditional woman or traditional wife that they have not been able to find here in America should open their eyes to the possibility that this can be a solution. And there's no one-stop shop to anything with our um, situation. Just not. But it has to begin from somewhere. And if it begins from somewhere, family is where it begins. Family structure is where it begins. Go back down. All right, here we go. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, with um, all that hair of yours, you got a cap on? You got more hair what? than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> what, you, what, you got it all bushy? Yeah, I haven't done my hair, so. Oh, you, you got more hair than, far more than the average woman, so. I'm surprised <laughs> that you've been hiding it. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. Well, welcome to the Marion Ghana Show with Stephen D. Lyles. Um, you want to introduce Thank yourself? You. Uh, my name is Josephine. I go by Joe. And um, you're from where? I know you're from. You could say you could say rather than me. Ghana, West Africa, Ghana. Spanty. Yeah, my dad is Ashanti, yeah. And your mother? Eastern region, quo, so I'm um, half-half. Um, I know that you Ashanti know Swede. Oh, so, so, so what language do you speak? I speak Tree, yeah. Isn't your father's language Ga? No. Um, Ga is different. Oh, Ashanti, who, who, Ashanti language is tree. Okay. I can speak Ga also, but Ga is different language. <clears throat> okay, because I, I know you speak Ga. Yeah. I can speak Ga also, but it's not my mother tongue, uh, my mom's language or my dad's language, but I can speak and I understand it perfectly. All right. So you're born and raised in Ghana. Yep. Um, beautiful country. You're a beautiful woman. Um, can I ask you your situation as of today? In terms of I don't want to call. I don't want to call you on here if you're married. I'm not married. All right. Um, have you ever thought about being married? Yeah. Not all the time, but sometimes. 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 I know you're a working woman. I know you work about fourteen hours a day, and I, I. I have nothing but praise for you. Someone who could do all the work that you do, working 14 hours a day, six days a week. A lot to be said about that because 
you know, here in America, we've been so prone to not really understand the things that we have here. And um, we take it for granted, not knowing that things that goes on in other countries and what they do. But um, what I wanted to talk about today, what I've what I made this, I, I mean, you know, each other for almost 15 years. Yeah, long time. A lot of history. People know my videos. They know you from back in 2011, 2012, and 13, and so on, and being in my videos. You used to be the camera girl helping me go around when I would interview other African girls who were dating um, a lot of American men here. And um, yeah. I'll just give you a little shell of what I was getting. So I do commend you for doing that work with me back then. But um, as I started this now, I realized that the same thing that I used to do back then is the same thing a lot of men are craving for now. So it never went out of style. And one thing I realized that what won't go out of style is men, good men wanting the traditional traditional woman. So Josie, <clears throat> Josie yeah. Osei. Oh, before we start, um, tell us about your business. I know you work, you're doing work, but you're also trying to build a business or clothing business that you're doing. Yeah. I started um, about four months or five months ago, a clothing line, and I designed bags and shoes, accessories as well. Just so how would they find you? Sorry? How would they find you if they're interested in knowing your products? I don't <clears> get your question. If someone sees this video, knowing that you're doing these products, how would they be able to find you? Oh, yes, yes. Phoenixdesigns.com. Say it again. Phoenix, Phoenix, you know the Phoenix bird? Spell it out so they know. P-H-O-E-N-I-X-S designs. It's one word. Phoenixdesigns.com. Yeah, dot com. Yeah. Good. So with that said, well, we got a few other people that want to join, but they're going to have to wait. But um, with that said, let me ask you this. You being born and raised in Ghana, mm -hmm. in your mind, we're going to get to both traditional men, traditional women, because we had the discussion. But I want to ask you again. In your mind, what is a traditional woman? And uh, is it different from a traditional wife? Is there a difference? Leave that for later, because I'm going to tell you why I think is a difference. What is a traditional woman? Let's start with that. Well, a traditional woman is uh, hardworking, respectful, humble, and knows her place as a wife. You what know, do you mean allow, by that? The, allow the man to be the king of the house or the head of the family. Because these days, things are different. Yeah, things are very different. But even in Ghana, you notice things are different. Yeah, things are different everywhere. Women becoming like they are the bosses everywhere. Even if you are the boss in the, in the office, don't bring it at home. Mm. Because when you come home, for me, when you come home, the man is the head of the family. It doesn't matter even if you earn much than him. He's the head of the family, and if you give that respect to him, he's the king of the house or the family. But a lot uh, of people have problems with that. Different. Yeah, I know. And I know. I know a lot, a lot of, of these people are the same that. people who will say they believe in God, this and the other, but yet they're completely out of order. I'll make you an example. I don't know if you know this um, particular person, but I used to watch this... Um, Medical Network channel, forget, I think it's ID or one of the medical channels. There's a doctor by the name of Dr. G. Now, she's very famous. She's been, I don't know if she still do it, but for like at least a decade, she has this um, channel where she's um, working uh, in a moment or whatever you want to call it, where she um, dissect bodies and figure out how the people died and so forth. She was so popular that they gave her a TV show. Um, she don't make six figures. She was in the seven figures. So she would do this show, multi-millionaire. Her husband made substantially less money than she, white lady though. But um, she one thing she said in an interview of hers that I never forget. 
She said, even though I make the type of money that I make, when I go home, I'm still, I'm still under his authority. He's still the leader of this household, and I still submit myself to him. Now she's come. She come from the old school. She was born in us in the fifties, forties or fifties. So she come from the old school. But today, if you say that, everybody want to be a ball chick or bad bitch, and they think that gives them a license to be the boss when they get home. No, it shouldn't work that way. It shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't. Well, this is why a lot of families are falling apart. There's a few things I'm going to get to. Um, you said what a traditional woman is. Is there a difference between a traditional woman and a tra traditional wife? I, I don't see a difference. I don't. I don't. To me, I don't. Because well, I, instance, I'm going to tell you why I think there is a difference. And it's okay. significant, but is not something that would keep a man from seeking out the same thing. The only difference between a traditional woman and a tra traditional wife is that a traditional wife is one who comes um, as a virgin. A traditional wife, I mean, wife is basically the same thing, but she's just not a virgin. She still has the same capabilities and was raised in the same fashion to be that wife. Because we know things happen. We know men take advantage of girls when they're younger. And whistle sweet things into their ears and no matter what they're told from their parents they believe it and believe that I'm going to marry this man so I believe what he say and it happens it happens every day all day we know that to me that's the only difference I don't think it changes the the bra price or the cost of how you treat a woman it's just that these these things happen and that's to, to me that's the only difference do you agree yeah I think so. I, mm. I wasn't even, I wasn't thinking about the virgin part, but. Well, technically, going back to biblical days, even before the Bible was written and all that, men had always married virgins who was given by, given from the, the father. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Now, today, I want to, I'm going to ask you something before I get to this point that I was about to make. Before I get to this okay. point, um, let me ask you, what do you believe a traditional man is? Traditional oh, man. Who is someone who be still believes in the old values? Because he knows he's supposed to be a protector of the family, the head of the family. He's a protector and provider as well. So, if whatever uh, the family needs, he has to provide it. Clothing, shelter, everything. I agree, I agree. But, unfortunately, we don't see the traditional men as much as we used to back in the days. But you have a lot of the men calling for traditional women when they're themselves not traditional men. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm being serious, though. It is. It, it's, yeah, it's just it's how true. it is. It's true, and it's it's kind of like turning into a blame game. Women are saying this, the men are saying that. We are like this. We are like that. But, and remember, I think uh, if we go back to the olden days, like being traditional men and traditional women, I think that will help us because if our mothers and fathers they live together for a long time. Now we call ourselves 21st century and we think we know too much. But look at us. Broken homes. People get married three months and they get divorced. Four months they get divorced. One month they get divorced. Why? I know because they back have problems. Then, I mean, you, back then, you still they had problems, but they worked through it. And everybody know their place. But mm -hmm. now it's like, no, no respect. Everybody feels too big. Because people don't yeah. are not afraid of having broken homes until they really start to see the effect on their lives and their children's life. And unfortunately, a lot of um, women today don't even care about their children. They just care about what they could get from a man right here and now. They don't think yeah. about 20. See, men, we think 20 years, 30, 40, 50 years ahead of time. Women today, they think right now, how can I be famous on Facebook, Instagram? How can I sing like a boss chick? How can I get men um, hitting the like button? 
unfortunately that is not that is not real that is fake it's social media yes and you're, you're trying to entertain people so that will not do anything for you yeah that and social media has so been <laughs> that's why i say technology has both negative and positive it could do great things yeah. it could do horrible things if you use it right True. and apply it right it could benefit you and everyone around you but vice versa it could be um a detriment and destroy everything that you hope for yeah and i think is um up to the ladies of today the ladies of yesterday to tell the ladies of today that you know what what you're doing is not going to get you to where you want yeah you can have fun ripping and running but by the time you're 30 40 years old your life is over because there's no one for you and it's bad that a lot of women in africa not the not from my generation I'm just saying like a newer generation that are coming up like the 18 and 16 year olds they're following after the west and what they see going on in the west but at the same time what's going on in the west is nothing but dysfunction and broken homes and being at the lowest level as far as the poverty chain so it's like yeah it's true you already struggle with poverty so you're looking to be influenced by another people who are dysfunctional to gain what out of it That's what I don't get. What are you going to gain out of it? I don't know. In America, you have systems in place for now, and I would say for now because it's not for long, but for now you have programs in place that yeah, they will give a single mother a home, they will give them food stamps, they will give them free medical and all this. But yet there's no man in the home. There's no influence to raise the children, there's no direction. So without direction, yeah. without being protected by man you make yourself a mark for any and everyone that's why there's so much damage the psychological damage and mental um damage with our women today and it's happening all over the place all over yeah it's true it's true i want to ask you about this too it's so sad what we see today everything for whatever reason reasons that we can understand by what was placed in front of us by the western world with all the books and all these things that entail that all these love stories everybody want to fall in love with the guy or the woman of their dreams and then you fall in love that love resides you feel like oh i don't fall the same way so let me leave let me break up let me get divorced let me do it again now you got now you're a single mother looking for something better than what you have and 99% of the times you don't get better than what you already previously had. Yeah. And I say that because there was a time that love had nothing to do while we married. Even in the Bible, you cannot find one example in the Bible where two people got married out for the for the benefit of love. There's no example in all of scripture. No, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, look at the olden days when we see our great grandparents I don't think they even got married most of them because of love. They did. But yeah, they, 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 they lasted yeah, to the end. Yeah, they lasted to the end. Because think, they understood they had a purpose towards each other and towards the benefit of a building a productive family. Yeah. And unfortunately, as long as we keep looking for this love aspect that is very delusional because love is really lust. You can't you could believe that you fall in love with a person the minute you meet them is really lust. Truly you don't even know the person because you know the person that you want want to divorce them a year later. It grows. Yeah. Yeah, there's no That's way to love someone love and grows. just one year love grows. Yeah. It takes on average. If you ask if you ask any any ask your parents or grandparents whoever it takes on average between 10 and 20 years for love to truly start growing between a married couple. Cuz their whole purpose in being together is to build together for the woman to be a helper to the man so that he could build and do what it is that his purpose is placed on this earth to do and build a productive family and children to come out of that to also be productive. Love is something that is supposed to grow over the years. That's why you see people who been together for 50, 60, 70 years, they all would tell you It wasn't about love, it was about understanding that hey, I came to you. I'm attracted to you. I'm attracted to you that your looks or your character or whatever it is, 
And I think that I can work with you and we can work together and build what we have to build and grow in life. That's why they say yeah. grow together. You yeah, can't grow together if you think that everything snaps right then and there from the first day of meeting somebody. No. Yeah, no, it doesn't work that way. So, yeah, so everything's about growth. But even younger Africans and we in America have been that way for a long time. And that's why I say that our family structure is so broken down that we have no power. We have no power politically, financially, any which way in this country because we have no family structure. 80% of women in black America are single mothers. That is hmm. absurdity. Now in Africa, it's on average about 6%. You measure 6% on West Africa to 80%. That is a big a difference. difference. Yeah, big difference. Vast difference. Yeah. So now you got to look at it. Okay, what's going on? That is 6% over here and 80% over there. So now you got to start to look at both the men and the women. Now, we know men in Africa were traditional wives. We know that. That has never changed. Never. We know that men in America still want traditional wives. That has never changed. So then <laughs> there's something that just doesn't fit. That's black American women. As much as I love my black American women, they are completely out of order. So that's why I'm saying that to me, it's only beneficial that black American men start to look outside the box, stop looking at Brazil, the Philippines, China, and all that for a wife that don't look like their own. Bring children into this world that don't look like your own. You can still build with your own and have what's necessary as a traditional wife and still stay with your own. It just, it's, I'm just saying that it may be on another continent. And I'm not saying 100% of black women are you know, completely out of order. I never, you can't say that. That's not 100% of anything. Yeah. I'm saying the mm -hmm. majority of modern, all modern women, not all women are called modern women, that philosophy, that feminist movement, but unfortunately, the majority of women that have the loudest voice today are feminists. And feminists kills families. Feminism destroys families, at least in the black community, as I know. Because white women and all that, they get preachers feminism all they want. But yet, the majority of them are still with their husband, still raising their kids together. Can they understand, when you separate from the home, you're no longer with the husband, the husband no longer with the wife, the financial capabilities go dramatically down. Yeah, everything changes. Everything changes. So, everything changes. if we understand that relationships and marriage are not about love, um, as pertaining to the way that we think about it, but to say, hey, I think I can fall, I think I could grow with this person. And when I say grow, that means that love, the finances grow. It, it, it is the about to love as well, but the love have to grow. It is about yes. love as well, but it has to grow. But now, and we want everything quick and fast. Exactly. Quick everything is a microwave, microwave, microwave. Yeah, we live fast. in a microwave society. Yeah. So, now, mm -hmm. this Western idea has been passed down to the new generation that's coming up, and even in West Africa, that these young girls think that, oh, if I don't love them, I can't be with them. And um, the minute that the love goes away, you want to go on to the next man. These women don't understand that not only are you building the body count, men look at everything. A man looked at, okay, you've been with this man, you had a baby by him, but you ain't married him when you married him, while you separate. Men, we look at everything. And people don't want to accept that, that we look at everything. And they say, why can't it be that way with a man? Men and women are not the same. We are not the same. A 50-year-old man can still go get a 20-year-old wife and live for the next 40 years, 40, 50 years of his life with her, and they grow together. A 50-year-old woman can't go do that with a 20-year-old man, and it'd be the same outcome. It's just how God made it. Abraham didn't get Sarah when he was the same age. You understand? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, to me, we have to accept that things are the way that they are and it's structured correctly, but we just have to abide by them. Once we're willing to abide by them, then we could begin to move forward. And another thing that I always preach, I talked to a guy today, Muslim brother named Heem. Shout out to Heem. He right there here, um, here in Philly, right there on, um, he has his own business on, um, grocery store. 
He's right at um, right off what is it? Wayne and Queen Queen Lane. Right off Wayne and Queen Lane in Germantown. Good brother. We had about an hour conversation when I was going out talking to people, handing out flyers, talking about the investment opportunities for Marion Ghana factory. But um, talking to this brother, we talked about a lot of things, and um, he talked about business, and I, I understood him. I said industries. He asked, well, how do we do that? I said, you're a single man. You're a Muslim, brother. I said, consider this. You take another African woman from Nigeria, Togo, Ghana, wherever it may be. You're married. Now your families are linked together. She's linked from Africa to America. You're linked from America to Africa. Now the money that you have in store to do great things with, you can't buy land in America. Because that no. land, you're going to be paying taxes on that forever. You can never own it. But Ghana, but when you, you buy to, a land, or Africa, when you buy a land, it's yours forever. It's yours forever. Yours. You hand it down from generation forever. upon generation upon generation. Yeah. It's yours. Yeah. There's no taxes. Yeah. There's no none of that. It's yours. Nothing. You own it. You're the sole owner. You could mm -hmm. pass it down or you could sell it for, flip it and sell it for 100 times more yeah. 10 years down the line. That's why I've always yeah. been one to always invest in land now. So we both agree with that. So do you think it's, I'm not going to say more beneficial like um, you're Ghanaian. So I'm not going to say like, oh, Ghanaian women have to marry black Americans and be successful. That's not what I'm saying at all. There are many women, there's more women in the world than there are men. That's just how it is. Yeah. So yeah. we're not taking, I'm not saying, hey, brothers, go take their women. I'm not saying that. I'm saying let's start marrying unto each other because when you had kingdoms in the past, when one kingdom was weakened and one was strong, that weak kingdom would submit and give their daughters to the prince of that kingdom. They would join together, become one kingdom. And if yeah. anyone mm -hmm. wanted to attack that other kingdom, you yeah. had that stronger yeah. kingdom yeah. that was willing to protect them now. now. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They are one. Mm -hmm. You get it. You understand? Mm -hmm. They become yeah. one. Yeah. So if we want to build our power and our strength, we have to become one. And how do you become one? You intermarry. That's how you become one. Intermarrying is how you become one. Whether people want to accept that or not, Africans show that they can't do this, get out from France and their other oppressors on their own. Black Americans have shown that they can't get from out on their, their oppressor on their own. We've been doing this for a long time. We've been doing the same thing for a long time. Now, yeah. it's try, now try something. I'm, I'm not even going to say try something new. Try something old that has been proven to work. Enter marry mm -hmm. so we can close that bridge, close that gap between Africans and African-Americans. You get me? Uh, you know what? Um, yeah, I do. All this, you know, in America, all this race thing going on, African-Americans. When you come to Ghana, we don't call you Black American or African-American. We just call you American. That's the American. That's you another thing. That. That's you, when I first came to you Ghana, what did y'all used to call me? Obroni. Y'all call me a brony, yeah. which means white man. Mm -hmm. Because y'all consider me a white man at the time because I was from America. That's and it. I understand that, but as you, you, you continually build relationships, black. they know that All you're black. White, black, ass. And, 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 and Ghana, you're not going to be fearing for your life of the cops shooting you. Because they're going to be like, oh, I fear no. for my life because he's a big black man. And so, if you remember, when you came to Ghana for the first time, you you see pol uh, policemen who uh, got bank. But sometimes you see them on the street with A4, AK-47 rifles. You've mm. seen before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They use AK-47, big guns, but they don't go around killing people. Exactly. Yeah, they all, all of them, and, just about all of them wear the AK-47 yeah. with the strap right here. I showed you the picture street. in Nigeria when I was shooting AK-47 in the air from the policeman. He like, I told him I'd give him a US dollar for every bullet he let me to let me bust off. <laughs> he thought he was gonna get fired though. I said, man, I ain't gonna show it. On their street. But America I think it um I can say emphatically that it was years ago, it was every child's dream like to visit America, go and live in America. But now, no. And it's no. funny that you say that because now people have no. social media and they see no, what's going on. They see how black Americans are treated. 
they you see how oppressed we are. Killed because of your skin color. Which... Exactly. And they get away with it. Yeah. So now, when mm-hmm. Africans think about yeah, coming to America, they just mm-hmm. want to make their money and go back and build. Definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the Africans mm-hmm. here are different from the Africans who are over there. I do say that. Yeah, I, know. I will say that. I know. But that's another subject. That's another subject yeah. that we'll get into maybe a week or two later down the line. But Africans here are very different from the Africans that are there. And I live both places, so I can say this. I have the experience over a decade of experience of knowing this. And one thing I would say, all my time in Ghana, you looked out for me more so than anybody else for over a decade. And I owe, I owe a lot to you. Like I said, we have a lot of history. We have a lot of things that we um been over with each other. I've always been able to trust you. And um, I would say this. If you were to find, like, people want to see you here. And I'm like, oh, man, beautiful woman. Who is that? You know, I'm always going to have to be, cause, like, as a sister of mine, I'm always going to have to be like, wait, wait, wait. Who, you, who, is, this, who is this guy? Be like, daddy. I'm going to be like, <laughs> play the daddy role. And um, But I'm like that with people that I know, and I know how, how decent of human beings they are. And um, you want to, you know, you want to do your best to invest your time to get to know any and everybody. It's not like you're somebody like, oh, he's American. See, people don't think that way in Africa no more. They used to, like you said, oh, he's from America. I want to marry him. But they don't even think it no more. Mm. Most, most yeah. African women are on their own thing and they're looking for their own husband in their own countries. And they're yeah. not like it used to be in the past, like 20, 40 years ago. If mm. he's American and he came to Ghana, they're like, yeah, damn, I oh, I want to know him. Yeah, I have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now so now today, they don't even pay you no mind. You on their same level. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so the reason why I'm bringing this is not that we can be seen as better or greater so that we can bond together and become one. You're going to have Africans who look down on blacks. You're going to have blacks who look down on Africans. I don't have anything to do with them. They're not the people I'm talking to or at. I'm talking about the ones who see us as all equals, knowing that equals. it's going to take a combined effort for us to get out of this. Yeah. I, I know... Some of them have been brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about Africa. Africa is like this. If we go there, you get sick, you will die. Come on. I'll tell you and what, we are one of the strongest shot. people on this planet. Pure African blood. Pure African blood. Yeah. They oh, that's have another a, thing. a change of mind and just visit any African country of their choice. They should just visit, visit. you know. All and the when things you get to are in the media there. They should come to Africa. Anywhere. We have 53 countries in the African continent. They should just visit anyone and see and feel. But when you're intermingle and you have them kids, you get your black American blood mixed with that pure African blood and that true strength <laughs> of a warrior. So now we're building yep. a true new warrior class with the uh, mm-hmm. identity of both American and African, but yet they know the psyche of their oppressor and they know that they have the resources now in Africa because they have them backing them up. Because now when you're mm-hmm. intermingle, now if you have a, um, if I mingle and I have a child that's Ghanaian, even though she's American, she's Ghanaian also. So she got the back yeah. of that country with her now. You can't just go mm-hmm. out and kill her and there's no repercussions because she has no country. No, now that really. child is a citizen of this country in the continent of Africa. So now you got to fight with them all. Yeah, so, maybe they will use voodoo on them. <laughs> uh, unless you're messing with those in New Orleans, I don't know. <laughs> no, shout out to New Orleans. I'm just messing with y'all guys. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, so it's, it's just a beautiful opportunity that we have here. And once again, I want you to state your name, where you're from, and um, if you would like to still be married. Because I, I want to see you married. Once again, my name is Josephine. I go by Joe. Everybody call me Joe, or you can call me Josephine. Um, from Ghana, born and raised in Ghana. Mm. How tall are you? Yeah, I'm five three. I'm not that tall. Yeah, I know how tall you are. I was going. I'm gonna let you say. How much are you wear? <laughs> oh, now I weigh fifty. Now you I weigh, weigh fifty. 50? That's if I haven't eaten anything. No. 
Oh, you talking about 50K too? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was you weighed about, last time I seen you, just two years ago, just a year ago, you weighed, it was about 125. Let me see what 50 kg is. 50 kg in pounds. No, 50 kg is 110. You before, no, before, that's when I haven't eaten anything. Are you serious? Before, yeah, before I used to weigh 45. 44, yeah, you were small. You were like 100 pounds when I first met you 12 but years now, ago. now, I've checked myself. If I haven't eaten anything, I wanted to know how much I weigh. And it's 50. That's if oh, I haven't that? eaten anything. Yeah. That's uh, about 110 pounds here in, in the U.S. So we're going to have to get you up to about 120. So you're gonna have to add a couple more KGs onto that. We're gonna get to it about 120. Five three is very short though. You come up to my stomach, so I'm six foot. So, but you five three one ten is nice. But we want to get you up to 120 because we know what the brothers like. The top is a little bigger, so we know that. Or and um, we're we're, we're just gonna get you set for your marrying date. All right, because trust me, it's coming. It's coming. Hmm. But I, like okay. I said, I know you. I know you work a lot. It's six days a week, fellow. She works about twelve to fourteen hours a day. She go back, get her sleep, and um, wakes up and do it again. Then she do her service, church service on um Sundays. Trusting woman, honest one, beautiful, uh, from head to toe, from in out. So um, once again, if you want to get know, you wanna they got your business. Um, you wanna give out your IG. Yeah. Finishes underscore designs. No, no, your personal idea. I both are business. I have two, this one and the other one, but I don't have it personal. It just, oh, so you just use this one. So, yeah, so this one or the other one, which is uh, finishes underscore designs. All right, so I'm going to put that in a link when I post it up on YouTube. Make sure I put that in the link description so if anybody want to reach out to you for some designs, some products, and so forth. Your designs are also made in um, the state of Texas here, just in case anybody wanted to know. So, um, look, I thank you for coming on. It's been beautiful. Always oh, seeing you. So, um, Josie, come on now. Where you head at? Hey. <laughs> All right. Late. Um, I know they're going to ask you for your age. What's your age? Oh, come on now. All right. I'm going to say she's 30 years old. All right. She's 30 years old. But, um, Lovely woman. She's been, <laughs> you've pretty much been abstinent for almost a decade. Even I know that because I know you personally. But um, 30 year old, abstinent for about 10 years. Not really looking. She works for herself. She works on her own to provide for herself. But if the opportunity comes with the right type of man, she's there and she's willing. But it has to be the right type. God fearing, not to say have to be Christian, blah, 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 but it has to be God fearing. Um, Oh, and he has to be funny also. He yeah, has funny. to be funny. Make me laugh. He can't like. important. And he, I don't I like him. someone who talks too much. <laughs> I talk too much. <laughs> but, but you are funny. So, so he can't he can be like, so you're going to make me laugh. Huh? <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to say it, but you're making me laugh. All right. Sorry. So he can't be like, all right, Joseph King. <laughs> My name yeah. is Steven, and I sing your video, and I'd like to get to know you if it's possible. You can't be that type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just asking. You can't be that type of guy. All right, gentlemen, you heard it. You got to be funny. You got to have a sense of humor. Yeah. I mean, what's so you gotta have something anyway. Mm -hmm. Just All right. Do we have to be a certain height, certain weight, certain complexion? I mean, come on, what are we talking? Oh, I, I don't care about skin color. It's not important to me. I don't care about skin color. Does he have to make a certain amount of money? As long as he's not lazy. Okay. I understand yeah, that. Basically, it means at least have a nine to five job that you work consistently yeah. at the mm -hmm. very minimum. Yeah. At the very minimum, have a nine to five job, making an average salary, and um, he can be take willing. Care of himself. 
Yeah. Hygiene, yeah. good hygiene. Oh yeah, he has to be. I don't like oh. dirty things. No. Dirty no. So can he be um not a neat freak, but he has to be neat. Can he be bald? Bald, have hair, no problem. Can he be five foot? No, I am five <laughs> three, so he can't be <laughs> <laughs> Just taller than you then. Just taller than five three. Yeah, at least five seven. The shortest should be five seven. At least oh, that's five, the average seven, height here in America. Five, average height for a man is yeah. five seven or five eight. Yeah, and if at least five seven, five eight, yeah, it's cool. All right, so basically, your average black man in America, working working hard, um, wants to build a family, and is looking for to treat a woman the right way. And like I said, anything that I do, no matter what comes out of this, for whoever. I always say, no abusive men. You do it, they'll call me, and I'll have you locked up and fucking beat down in jail or on the streets. <laughs> That's just what it's going to be. Abusive hand, people, men putting hands on women, that shit I don't play. That's the one thing I don't play. But yeah. like I said, I know you, and I know um, you will be definitely, oh, definitely. They, if they are on, they should see my, this is my real face. Okay, I don't... Like, yeah, you don't have your makeup on. You were telling me that. Just, I, you was like, should I come on when I have my makeup? You don't even like makeup. Yeah, I don't like makeup. This is my real Yeah, but face. you do it. You, you, but you could do it up good when you want a makeup tip. But, and I don't, like I said, <laughs> next time, make sure you got your hair done because all the hair should not be hidden. Your hair comes down to like hair and you got it all packed up. Yeah. Because all I'm right. in bed. I'm in bed. I know, I know. It's late so, here, so. Um, gentlemen, um, once again, this is Josie, Josephine Ose. Um, she gave you her contact. You heard it twice. So if you got any proper contact, you can contact me. I'll put that in the link description box. And um, like I said, check out her own products. Um, she sells shoes, um, different type of accessories, and shirts and so forth. So, yeah, and I've written my shop on uh, the comment session my website right. in the comment session so finishedesign.com so all right so i'm gonna let you get back to bed we'll talk um later on and i'm um, definitely okay. going to do this again um maybe in a couple of weeks okay. we'll definitely be back here again with each other all right all right all right sleep well sleep tight bye all right see you josie Who this that we have coming on? All right, take a 60 second break. If you're coming on, you better come on now. All right, guys, before we finish up, um, this was our show for today, Saturday. And um, be back here Monday. Um, we go back to our other little thing that we have for our um, podcast. Our podcast is live on um, Facebook and YouTube Monday through Thursdays. And I um, look forward to having you guys here. Uh, I'll see you in the description box. Also, I want to say, man, this is how it should be. I had one comment um, the other day in the one video talking about women are not supposed to be subjugated. This is not what that is. This is women who are already raised in an in a, in a order to take their place just like their first mother Eve. Whether you believe in the Bible or not, that's neither here nor there. But man, woman, and child is structured in a certain way. 
man as a lead, woman as a helper, woman to nest and raise the children, and man to go out there and fight for the family. That's the way it is. That's the way that a majority of African women believe it to be. And um, we still have brothers here who are decent men looking for the same thing. So that's why I'm here, to link you guys together, or at the very least, get you guys to understand that there are still those out there that want to be what it is that you're looking for. So again, I hope you enjoyed this. Now, we look forward to bringing you many more um, interviews, more than one, because it's going to come to a point that we're going to have to be doing this on for four, five-hour periods. But um, like I said, this is our second show um, for the Instagram Live for the Marion Ghana Matchmaking. And you can catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on um, Facebook and also Twitter. Twitter is called, you can just go to Stephen D. Lyles on Twitter and um, pull me up. Or matter of fact, I got to put that in the description box. I even forget what it is. I think it's called Black American Living in Ghana, something like that. But I put that in the description box so you can link up with me on Twitter also. So, again, man, hope you all enjoyed the show. We want to bring you the best content here in 2022, and we're going to work hard to do that. There's going to be no holds back. We're going to bring you a lot, a lot. We're going to bring you opportunities to get what you want as far as relationships. We're going to give you opportunities to get what you want as far as investments. We're going to give you opportunities to fly over to Ghana to make sure we have a decent Airbnb, which I provide um, for you to be taken on tours, for everything to be low, affordable costs. You don't have to be a millionaire. You don't have to be a six-figure guy to do all these things that I'm saying. You make the average salary $42,000. You could do all these things. That's all it takes for you to be a hardworking individual, hardworking individual black man. That's all it takes. So once again, man, to my African brothers, my African sisters throughout all of Africa, 53 countries, and all my 50 states in America, UK, France, Denmark, all my um, clientele that we have out there, Canada, all my clientele that I have out of there. Um, also, um, next week I'll be pitting up um, the new site, the Marangana matchmaking site that you go on and contact me, where I'm going to be doing free free consultations here live, but we have paid for consultations behind the scenes for us to get really in debt what you need, how to get about it, and for me to work with you to do it from start to finish. All right? All right. One love, man.